position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! President Nixon was arrested today by a team of federal agents and D.C. police who forcibly entered the Oval Office, taking Nixon into custody after several minutes of violent struggle, during which the president threw a barrage of punches and kicked wildly. Refusing to remain standing, he was eventually forced to his feet and dragged to a squad car while shouting a stream of obscenities. Oh, oh, get away with us, you lousy cock-sucking Justice Department goons! I'll have the Secret Service kill every last fucking one of you! This is an official message from your president, Richard Milhouse Nixon. My fellow Americans, do not be fooled by the clearly insane cock-sucker, scoo-sucker, whatever you call that swipe bastard. Even now, I can tell you for the fact that in mere moments he will lie to you. This is episode number 144. And not episode 143. Thank you, good night, and God bless America, except fucking Linux users, you cocksuckers, sincerely. You also want this concludes the official message from your president. Enjoy the show. The only thing we have to fear 
Hello and welcome to episode number 143 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this uh, Sunday. We're late, uh, the 30th of July, 2017, uh, for our sequel friends, 2017-0730 at uh, 2011pm Pacific Coast time. Coast of the most. Let's have some whiskey. Ivor Molina, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. Good man, Ivor. Uh, he says hello to you, and Ivor, the audience reciprocates your felicitous uh, salutation. Okay, we have a lot of stuff to get to this week, so let's just get straight to our top stories. Alright, first of all, uh, this week, the column, Best Linux Games the Column, which can be found at www.bestlinuxgames.com. For those of you who may not know, even though it's, like, formatted all fucked up because I've been slammed with work for, like, ten years, um, even though, like, it doesn't look that great, you can read it. Uh, we have a print column that is generally supposed to run with each episode of the, sh- of the show, uh, last two months we've been kind of slacking off. Hey, Ivor! Normally I just make Ivor write the column and put my name on it, but don't tell, don't tell, just shh, keep that away from the internet. Keep that off the interwebs! Um, but anyway, uh, this week's installment of Best Linux Games, a column! www.bestlinuxgames.com Click on the deceptive link up at the very top of the page, right next to where it says Episodes, where you can hear all of our old episodes. There is a fucking cryptogram. There is a cipher. There is a puzzle wrapped in a riddle wrapped in twice as fast as your ass laser feet. The secret password to get to this week's installment of the column and all previous installments of the column is don't tell anyone this. Especially, especially don't tell your mother that I give you this. This is between you and me. Ha! Here you go. Ha! Five dollars. Yes, ha! Ha! That's a good boy. Ha! Happy birthday. Ha! That was my... Never had one, but that was my crazy Ukrainian Nazi fleeing Jewish war criminal fucking fascist flight character, evidently. Don't tell the Nazis what I am! Anyway... I accuse my parents. You click on the link at the top of the screen. It says column, and that'll take you to a columnar calumny of columns. And this week's column is all about the new game that's been getting some mixed reviews, and uh, we have a feature on it. We didn't actually do a uh, a full review, which is cool, because I haven't had a chance to beat it yet. We, uh, this week's this week's installment of the column, we talk about Sundered. S-U-N-D-E-S-U Samson. Underwear. Nitro. Delta. Erotic. Radical. Erotic. Delta. S-U-N-D-E-R-E-D Ever since I was a little kid, I've always had the world's biggest trouble with uh, calling tech support or whatever, reading the serial key off the back of a CD or whatever. Could never fucking... I still can't. I'm fucking... I'm an old man now. Could never remember what the fuck you're supposed to call other than Alpha, Bravo, and even Bravo, I forgot. Alpha, Beta. <laughs> uh, now, I, now I know... Tri- anyway. 
So yes, whatever I said for Sundered, whatever initializa- military initialization I gave you for Sundered, it was top secret and was classified. It has been redacted. Your mind is being currently erased. So, before it's too late, go check out the column this week. We do a little feature on Sundered. Um, hopefully I'll beat it in the next couple weeks, or it'll suck, and if it sucks, then you will surely never hear of it again. But uh, we talk all about Sundered, which is a great hand-drawn two-dimensional uh, side-scrolling platformer and you know the word I was looking at me, he's holding up the sign he's holding up the sign with the word that I can't say just turn that fucking thing around what's that say on the other side? he's got something written real small on the other side of the sign what does it say? Metroidvania fuck, you got me to do it how dare you, you are fired Ivor Ivor just tricked me into saying the word that I don't like one of the words, many words that I don't like to use on the show but Sundered is a great, um, great two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer, hand-drawn with fantastic animation. It's not without its flaws, but it's also not without its really addictive redeeming qualities, and it is a game in the style of both Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, as well as who would ever think that someone would independently design a game along these patterns? It's just like that game, along with the superlative title of the genre, the masterpiece of the form, of the idiom of this type of game. Yes, that would be Castlevania Symphony of the Night which was released for the PlayStation 1, I believe. Maybe PlayStation. No, it's PlayStation 1. So yes, you combine those two two titles together and you get the word that I don't like to say. Um, Because it's overused and sometimes, like, you know, in game journalism and shit, you have to overuse certain words because, like, you know, one... Like, ah, it's a two-dimensional... Because, like, you know, oh, well, it's another two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer a la Contra or whatever. That's okay. Although now I'm so fucking old that people probably don't even... I remember about five years... Four years ago, I was talking to one of my... uh, He's long since become one of my good friends. But I knew him when he was a little kid. A little squirt. that, That motherfucker Joe Baca. Joe Baca 13. Joe Baca 13, also aka Crackhead Joe, Crackhead Joe Baca, from my days running a www.mc.ihasthecraft.com uh, 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 used to play on my server a lot and I remember asking about three or four years ago we, were, you know, like I said, we became friends, he's grown up now, I knew this kid when he was a fucking squirt and he's like 18, he's like fucking going to college, he's reading books, which everyone knows since the Trump administration is a fucking burn at the stake, a crime against the state, a crime against the Godhead, reading books, book learning, don't fucking read books, kids. Um, anyway, I was talking to him, I'm like, yeah, oh, he's like, what game are you playing, Scoogie? And I'm like, oh, I'm playing this, uh, whatever game. And he's like, oh, what type of game is it? I'm like, oh, it's a two-dimensional side-scrolling, it's a 2D side-scrolling platformer. It's a lot like Contra. And then I caught myself. He was like maybe 15 or 16 at this time. Maybe 14 or 15, something like that. 
It's weird though because like I I know a lot of little kids who are like they're not like my little kids because my little kids you know I have good taste they 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 were they were bred in places where they are guaranteed to never encounter the English alphabet or the English language they will never be able to spell DNA there is no proof but um anyway I it, it hit me I was like wait a minute. Have you ever played a side scroll, two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer? And he replied to me, Joe Baca is one of the smartest people I know. He's not a kid anymore. He's fucking damn near a grown-ass man. He actually is a grown-ass man, but, you know, it's so weird. To, ah, it's so bizarre. Little snot spraying fuck faces. <sighs> anyway, very proud of Joe Baca, but uh, he's like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what that? It's like a a two a two D size. Like you've never played a platformer before. Yeah, that's how fucking old I am. How fucking old I evidently always will be now. Fucking old. So anyway, Sundered is a really beautiful hand drawn game. It's got some drawbacks. There's a reason, you know. I just looked on their page just now. Is it? It's crazy because like. Uh, the reviews for Sundered on their store page say that it's mixed. I haven't read any of the reviews yet, but it says it's mixed at 164 reviews. Game came out July 28th, 2017, so just like three days ago, two days ago. Um, I can understand both perspectives of as to why it might be mixed, but I'm having a good time playing it, and it's pretty insidiously addictive. So anyway, that's our column this week. Our feature this week, we're going to just do we're gonna try to keep the show short, right, Ivor? Because that's not the fucking that's not the curse of doom upon us. Anytime I say we're gonna try to keep the show short, we end up doing a three-hour day X fucking by the time at the end of it dies out and feel like Andy Kissinger and like let us bomb Cambodia, we will do it in secret. It will be great. Come on, come on, Tricky Dick, come with me, fly with me. I am Dr. Andy Kissinger. And this is my magical murder bag. Um, anyway. So we're gonna try to keep this show short. We only have, like, a couple of things in the new, and we only have two deals for you. Once again, we'll be doing the deals with Sans Music. But our feature this week, we're... is... we'll talk more about when we get to it, but our feature this week, we're gonna be talking about OBS, Open Broadcast Studio. Right? Right, Ivor? Fuck! You're fired again, Ivor. Ivor, you're hired? Fuck you! Pack your shit, Ivor! That's a pink slip. Hit the bricks, fuckface. Fuck or walk! Hit the bricks! Okay, so we're talking about OBS here. Uh, what does it stand for, Ivor? Jesus, I don't have it in my notes either. See, Ivor, I told you. I knew it. 17 more... 30... 50 more minutes before the lash, Ivor, before you're fired. Yar! Ah, hit me. So, OBS actually... Oh my god! As Ivor is being whipped. Strike your colors, you breathing wench! No need to expose your superstructure! Um, OBS stands for Open Broadcaster Software. And it's, um, something that I've experimented with in the past. We'll talk more about it. You want to stick around for this feature, even though it's just kind of a ranty, freewheeling thing. 
meaning that we will not go over our 30-minute time allotment, will we, Ivor? <sighs> Ivor, I will put bees in your nose and scorpions in your sock drawer. All right. Anyway, forgive my moronic assistance. I'm in need of assistance, both in the assistance way, as in people who can assist, and as well as assistance. Ivor, are you ever going to hit this post or what? Brings us, of course, to our new and noteworthy. Oh, my God. I was a North American fall when were in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. There we go. All right. So because this lot oh, are wanted huh? for fucking war Fuck crimes, mass murder, ethnic cleansing, oh. lunatics. I want to buy the United Nations. Mm, good movie. Uh, anyway, our new and noteworthies this week. We have uh, three new and noteworthy titles, one of which is fucking rad. So we're not going to bury the lead. We're going to start with the one that is fucking rad. For friends of mine, and I include myself in that number, I'm a friend of myself, but uh, also a uh, longtime Indiana Jones of Vaporware uh, longtime, very good friend of mine. I regard him as a very good friend. We, we've we lost touch since the Clone Wars. But Frank Cifaldi is one of Frank Cifaldi's favorite games. One of my favorite games from the early, from the middle era, from the just post-Neolithic era of the point-and-click PC adventure game. Full Throttle. It's F-U-L-L-T-H-R-O-T-T-L-E Remastered. Full Throttle Remastered. Which it says here was released on April 18th, 2017. It's an old game. Uh, it does not say when they ported it to Linux, but it looks like they may have released this remastered edition of this classic point and clicker in which, oh, you know what? There's Good sound in this, isn't there, Ivor? When I'm on the road, I'm indestructible. No one can stop me. You're riding a Harley, baby. But they try. Originally, this according to the Steam Store page copy, originally released by LucasArts in 1995, I was a mere lad. Almost... I was not as young as Joe Baca was when I first met Joe Baca. But anyway, Full Throttle is a classic graphic adventure game from industry legend Tim Schafer. Uh, my note here, maker of superlative games, a la the founder and creator of Double Fine Studio, a la Psychonauts, etc. And that one game whose name I will not mention because it came out like in the last five months and it is a fucking great game, but he will not port it to goddamn legs. Anyway, Full Throttle is a classic graphic adventure game from industry legend Tim Schafer, telling the story of Ben Throttle, butt-kicking leader of biker gang, the Polecats, who get caught up in a tale of motorcycles, mayhem, and murder. Anyway, this is one of Frank's all-time favorite games. I really love this game when it first came out. Um, Full Throttle Remastered is now available and runs on Linux. Um, it is right now 
for the next 13 hours and 33 minutes, it's 33% off. 1333 at 33% off. What the fuck are the odds of that? And no, I am not high, Ivor. I, I am looking forward to getting high, though, after a whole fucking day of Trump in the column and this motherfucker in the booth staring at me. Full Throttle Remastered is $10.04 for the next 13 hours, 32, 32 minutes, and 30... Oh my god! We have to wait! And 33 seconds, it's 33% off at $10.04. So that's Full Throttled re, full throttle Remastered. Fucking rad. Super rad. And this might be exceptional because... N- n- I mean, the game itself is exceptional. But this might be something new that we haven't seen really I guess we have like Grim Fandango remastered I think that launched the remastered launched with um, support for Linux but whatever I guess it just depends but this is developed and published by Double Fine Productions which is not true by the way it was originally developed by Tim Schafer and the team I think at LucasArts right fuck you yeah, Luke, yeah, I'm sorry, I already read that. Anyway, Full Throttle Remastered. Totally lost my train of thought. Uh Full th- By the way, what do you what do you get by remastered, quote unquote? Now, over 20 years later, Full Throttle is back in a remastered edition that features all new hand-drawn and 3D high-resolution artwork with 4K support and with remastered audio and music. Blow your speakers with movie-quality sound and a full digital score featuring the Gone Jackals, an authentic hard-hammering biker band. Just like Mom used to love before she had you. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, that was for the kids out there. Um, anyway, so that's Full Throttle. Up next, so that's an older game, got ported, but this is a trend, and we'll talk more about this trend in future episodes. I've been meaning to get to it, but last week was a fucking disaster with the Thrustmaster thing, and I've only got my Sur- Service Pro 4 back up and running, so I have the show notes in front of me again. It's not helping so far, if you haven't noticed. But uh, good old games, about two and a half months ago, three months ago, blew my fucking mind because LucasArts in general and historically up until like the present moment as of like two and a half months ago to my knowledge entirely reticent their entire company is like dead set against porting anything to Linux especially anything new and even anything old there's a reason why you can't play Dark Forces yet or Dark Forces 2 or uh was that the one with Jarek? That was a great fucking game. Anyway, can't play any of those games. You can't play X-Wing Alliance, even, which is my favorite X-Wing game. But, two and a half months ago, I found on Good Old Games, and I've run it, which is crazy. Uh, goodoldgames.com, GOG.com. Google it. Just Google go- Good Old Games. Um, on Good Old Games, you can... Eh, you know, I don't check up on Good Old Games too often, but two and a half months ago... Holy shit, I almost fucking dropped everything and recorded a special episode of the podcast because they are now selling a Linux port of uh, TIE Fighter 
what is it? It is TIE Fighter. It's not just the vanilla TIE Fighter. It's not the... It's TIE Fighter Special Edition. It doesn't include all of the um, fancy expansion packs and stuff we used to call them... Um, we used to call them... Uh, I can't remember what we used to call DLCs before they were not just downloadable, but where they were actually disc sleeves that you either had to order or you... Because this is long before downloading. But anyway... You can play that game. Full Throttle is another game, originally from the LucasArts stable. That's two! That's two, so we're on our way with LucasArts. Yeah, we're gonna go five hours this week, Ivor. Okay, so our next game, from a much more contemporary uh, development studio, from the makers, and you know you're gonna love this. I have not played this yet. I have not had a chance. I bought it uh, the day it came out, on July 25th. Pyre from the ma- P Y R E Pyre. Let's see if I heard. Does that sound? Fuck you. From the creators of Bastion and Transistor. Wow. You tied it, Fatty. So that's all you really need to hear, and that was all I needed to hear the morning that I found this on the twenty fifth. From the makers of Bastion and Transistor. Transistor, thank you, Jeff Jeffy Wise, whose poster is staring at me right across the room. Caddy corner from Ivor's now swinging corpse. Ivor, get down! Take that fucking pipe wrench out of your... Oh, Jesus. Thinks he's a Fratelli's. Pyre developed by uh, Supergiant Games. You may have heard of them because they make fucking rad including Transistor we have three problems they know, anyway um, according to the Steam Store page for Pyre Pyre is a party based RPG from the creators of Bastion and Transistor, let me repeat that from the creators of Bastion and Transistor those are two really good games, it's been a while since they made a new game a new game from the makers, from the creators of Bastion and Transistor, lead your band of exiles to freedom through a series of mystical competitions in the campaign, or challenge a friend to a fast-paced ritual showdown in the head-to-head versus mode. And this only, ha- I think this only has local multiplayer, but it's a party-based, like I said, party-based role-playing game. Um, looks like it has the same visual style, and I mean, not the same, not identical. If you love the look of Transistor, and you should, and if you haven't played Transistor, go buy Transistor. Go buy a fucking copy of Transistor. Stick it up your ugly ass, you fucking heathen! How dare you, you sully this sacred font of the best news games podcast with your presence if you have not played Transistor! Fire and brimstone attack! Um, it's the same, absolutely the same artist. Um, from Transistor, which was phenomenal. So that's oh yeah, Pyre, P-Y-R-E and it is not on sale, you know still brand new, like five days old $19.99 Get them before as uh, my my best friend Chris Fisher my old, old buddy Chris Fisher from the Jupiter Broadcasting Network would say hurry up and buy them because we're running out of bits here on the internet running out of bits uh yeah bits are a perishable commodity 
Limited quantity, first come, first serve, not a series of dumb pipes. Ah, net neutrality. Oh, I'm Richard Lawson Nixon. Okay, so I've lost my mind, by the way, um, in case you haven't noticed. And then finally, uh, oh, wait, no, that's all of our new and noteworthy because the other new and noteworthy title that I had on here was Sundered, which you can hear, slash, well, you can't hear all about it unless you copy it and pipe it into eSpeak. That would, anyway, um, would you like to hear someone read? <laughs> anyway, was, that was on Sundered, which is uh, S-U-N-D um, How many times do I have to $70.99. It's still new. Came out two days ago. So, check out the column if you want to know more about Sundered or wait until we end up running a review. Speaking of which, Ivor, is it the Fratellis? Is it me or is it the Fratellis? But the worst thing I ever done and I took a bunch of fake puke and I stuck them in the movie theater and I got them in the pocket yeah, and I made the sound and then I did the puke over and people saw him and someone started puking everything. and then the plump little hand okay like I said I've lost my I'm completely unaccountable for any of my actions any of my statements at this point henceforth Ivor, you are now my legal guardian, even though you're fired. Ivor is going to be my keeper if he will ever hit the fucking post. Perfect. Oh my god. It's the Libyans. The Libyans. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. Anyway, as to my entirely psychotic state, I have to I have to tell you, this is what happens when you code for 20 hours literally without a break. I am good to code for like mm, 50 hours. Well, I used to be. I used to be good to code for a whole fucking week, provided that I take like a five-minute break every hour or every other hour. Just five minutes. But if you go straight through, it starts to eat your brain. Then you follow up those fuck, there's a whole fucking day of coding. 20 hours of coding. Then you follow that up with what? With oh yes, trying to lay in your hammock and fucking sleep while getting stoned off of legal weed available here in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. I highly recommend it. Um, or wherever legal weed is sold in your area. Um, and I was an idiot, and I put on YouTube, and I started going through the news for that day on YouTube, and that was six hours, and then I spent fucking three hours writing the column, and then I fucking fixed everything in... And now, our feature. It's a completely insane Scoogie of the Sprightland. No, our feature this week, and it's, for once, it's not a huge feature, but it is momentous. And we're only partially there yet. Open Broadcaster Software, OBS. The last time I played with this, it's been around for a long time, actually. Um, I have memory, I have vague memories. I want to say that I tried to fuck around with OBS um, from now on, referred to, well, we'll just keep calling it OBS, even though OBS would be better, but OBS is better for a podcast. 
open broadcaster software. Uh, that would be uh, HTTPS colon slash slash OBSproject.com. Um, I want to say in 2016, I tried to get it running on my Archbox, but I don't record on my Archbox. So what is open broadcaster software? Why does it matter that in June 22nd, on June 22nd of this year, so like a month ago, 2017, they released version 19.0.3. Why does this matter to you? Well, I'm going to tell you. OBS Studio allows you, it runs across platforms, by the way, if you run on Linux, Windows, and Mac. It, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's a free and open source. Oh, wait, you know what? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, this program and its source code are freely available for all to use and change under the GNU General Public License version 2.0 or greater, which you agree to when using the program or its source code. All hail the stall, man. Um, so it's available for GNU slash Linux. Anyway, this, what does OBS give you? OBS gives you world-class Linux, and now it really runs on Linux. That's the big thing about the June 22nd release world-class you know, not like ultra-professional, but it's pretty fucking professional. I've only been playing with it since my buddy Captain Ford and I got into an argument yesterday about fucking the ARU Arch Windows Canonical Ubuntu Debian Debian, I mean, I'm sorry Absent Friends, cheers Commander Murdoch on whose shoulders we still stand. Um, anyway, and he was like, well, why don't you, why don't you use OBS? And I'm like, oh man, like, I tried that like seven months ago. Literally, it was seven months ago because someone uh, commented on one of my YouTube videos that I should, that they had good Linux fixes now. Um, and they linked me to, on my, on my YouTube page for the video of the week, I think it was, uh, Gradius 5, I want to say. Um, like, yeah, dude, you know, you're getting screen tearing, and I, I've hated that, I've been on Linux for forever, and I can't, you know, do, you gotta do like, these two things, and he gave me two really good links, he was very, very nice to comment, and one of them was to OBS, and I kind of discounted it for the first week, but I replied to him, and he replied back to me, and he's like, no, you should really try it, and I'm like, okay, well, because anyway, I won't go into the whole AUR, I love Arch, Arch is my second favorite daily driver uh, second only to Linux Mint 18 um, it's my third or fourth favorite operating system to run a server off of <laughs> but uh, the distance between the actual physical distances between positions 1 and 2 on that list are humongous so it's like yeah okay I have one operating system anymore that I deploy for servers but anyway <laughs> so I tr- I gave OBS a shot back then. This I think this was like seven months ago, and it was through the AUR. But I was following their instructions and stuff, which I knew would probably not work. I was just like, you know, I've run Arch for a long time, and I've run Debian for a long time, and I've run all this shit for a long time. So like, I know how to use the AUR to like glean out from its excellent, not just necessarily AUR, but yeah, I guess it was the AUR, how to glean out from the documentation, both, you know, in 
Arch in general, but specifically in the AUR for specific packages, how to like abstract that generally failing if it's at all complicated, like at all, like you know, if it's more than five to ten steps, then I generally was like, fuck it, unless it's something mission critical. Anyway, and OBS was not mission critical for me, but I got it close to kind of working uh, on my mint box, but there were all sorts of fucking problems, because, you know, anyway, I will not go into that, into those details. The important thing to take away from that, that's right, I were, oh my god, my Service Pro 4 is howling at me like a banshee, did you hear that, Ivor? They're close. Um, the important thing, the takeaway from this is what, what does open broadcaster software give you? OBS, what does it give you? Well, first, it's free, but it gives you world-class streaming video capture capabilities. Think of it as Voco screen on steroids. Up until uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Anyway, up until yesterday when Captain Ford mentioned OBS to me again and we got in a huge argument and while we were reconciling as I apologized for freaking out and yelling at him because he basically said I was an old motherfucker with a bad memory what was I talking about Ivor? I was an old motherfucker with a bad memory I have no idea what you're talking about anyway um, and so I freaked out and yelled at him while we were reconciling and I apologized I had a rough day yesterday too he mentioned OBS had just been updated pretty recently I was like, oh, whatever, go fuck yourself. You know, I mean, I didn't say that to Captain Ford. Captain Ford's my buddy, but, like, oh, whatever, you know, like, I've tried it, you know, it's on the AUR, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Mint 18, AUR, already got everything set up, you know, with uh, QJet Control, and also in DH, you know, HW4, and I know where everything is, and everything works, which is important if you have to do a podcast every week um, or at least knowing how to make everything work again from breaking it, you know, in ways that you've never possibly contemplated yet which is why it's called breaking it's also known as growth ah, um, ah Linux, I love thee um but then I remembered something about OBS and that was the big thing. I was like, yeah, you know, Twitch just, that was the whole thing. Captain Ford was watching speedruns on Twitch. And evidently, you can watch like com- competitive speedruns. You can watch two people speed race um, on old arcade games live um, via Twitch. And I was really depressed when he told me that. I was like, oh, well, where are you watching these? He's like, oh, it's on Twitch. And he sent me the link. And I'm like, oh, I have to boycott Twitch. I've been boycotting Twitch for like fucking three years now. He's like, why is that? I'm, I'm like, you know why? Because he does know why. He knows me. He's a Windows user. It's fine. Um, he's like, oh, what? Is it the Linux thing again? Like, it's a fucking sexual, uh, sexually transmitted disease. I got gonorrhea. I got the Linux thing again. The crabs. Anyway. <laughs> but I'm not a big whiny bitch to my friends about this stuff. I save that for you, the listener, and Ivor over there. Anyway, I was like, yeah, no, I have to... No, snooze. I was like, no, I have to boycott them because they won't treat Linux users like first-class citizens, even though it would be easy, and blah, 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 blah. And that's how we got got started talking about open broadcast OBS again. 
And finally, I was like, well, you know, I have to kind of, I haven't tried it in, you know, like half a year. So what the fuck, you know, and it and it wasn't on the AUR. Like I, I just Googled, you know, for open broadcast software or whatever. And, you know, some of the early results were, you know, AUR stuff because, you know, Google it's been watching you for 20 years now. Um, so those like were up top, but then I was like, oh, obsproject.com. Okay, fine. Let's just, let's see what, let's see what the fuck. And holy shit, there it was. The mighty tux icon right up there at the top. It goes the Windows icon, the Mac icon, and then there's tux. First three things you see at the top of the page. And I'm like, holy shit. Did they actually release a Linux stable version? Have they done their homework? Have have they assembled a crew to do get this done this fast? Because I knew yesterday, oh my brothers and only friends, that the only thing standing between Twitch, between Linux and Twitch was OBS. Because OBS is professional grade screen casting and screen capping screen recording full fucking throttle with chirons, you know, pseudo chirons overlays, multiple audio ins, all of this meant to both be either, all of which is mixed on the fly, you you can add inline effects via the mixer as you add your sources like to audio sources and stuff like that Um, you can add you know like Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. The biggest thing, though, was I know that Twitch works with OBS. So, my big complaint about like having to boycott Twitch, which is a huge complaint, and it's too late for me to really... I signed up for a fucking full thing yesterday, but it's too late for... I, I have... I don't even really know the medium because like I'm old and embittered now because like now it comes to Linux. But anyway, those points aside... This was a huge deal, though. Because this meant Voco's screen, if you've used it, that's V-O-K-O-S-C-R-E-E-N. If you've seen any of our Best Linux games, podcasts, video of the week, YouTube posts, all of which are available for review on the sidebar-ish thing of our website, um, you know that I run a mug box. I have a ghetto... I set up a get. I jury-rigged a ghetto system for getting um, a webcam image above, you know, so it shows my glorious smiling face as I rant at you gibberingly, insanely with the game underneath it and with the audio from both the game not being recorded on the microphone being recorded, you know, from the output, from the computer's output and the microphone being recorded from the microphone I used the old, you know, GNOME program, Cheese, you know, always on top. I got a bunch of monitors in front of me. They're all connected to this desktop. I would run Cheese, always on top. And that would be my webcam. Then I would use Voco screen um, to record, you know, to pick which monitor, you know, blah. So you have the webcam always on top, and then I would run whatever game I I wanted to play in windowed mode, um, if I could. Otherwise, there would just be no mug box. But anyway, and then you would get the sound from my microphone mixed through Jack Audio Connection Kit, QJack Control, um, with the Pulse Audio, uh, I'll say in, 
um, modules activated for it, which have I don't know why that shit still has to be so Byzantine, but it's okay. It's great. Like, once you get used to it, it's it's okay. It hasn't ruined one an episode of our podcast in almost a year. So this will be the first one, right, Ivor? Anyway, that was the way I used to do it, and it was very ghetto. And like I said, there was screen tearing. Go Just go back and look at the Gradius video. There's screen tearing. There were, like, literally, like, in the video, there'd just be, like, flickers of the of like bars of the desktop occasionally. Never could figure out, never could get it ironed out, blah, 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 blah. Some games ran better than others. Well, OBS lets you do all this shit like a boss for free. You want to look like any of your favorite, I have none. I, I hate to admit this. I have no favorite streaming YouTube interweb stars because I have to play too many fucking games. Generally lately I've only been playing Seven Days to Die, but that's a different story and not related. But if you want to look like um, who's like the... Uh, I'm just trying to think of somebody. I'm so... Oh, I know someone I like. Z Royal Viking. No one's ever probably heard of him, but I, I hope he's famous because he's really smart and he likes to do the... He used to like to do these really funny videos of him playing uh, Universe Sandbox uh, Squared. Um... And they were great. They're professionally done and everything. All of this shit, all like the Chirons, like, okay, all like the having, being able to switch like live in a live stream between two cameras and being able to hotkey mute different channels of audio that are coming into your stream. And this is live streamed and recorded at the same time if you want to, too, or just recorded if you want to with transitions and effects all dropped in live. Like, and if you have more than one monitor, you don't really even need an engineer like Ivor Molina. In fact, no one needs an engineer like Ivor Molina, because he's not much of an engineer to begin with. That's why he's fired. But if you have more than one monitor, you could totally easily run OBS effectively and be your own engineer and producer and star in your own streaming game stuff, or whatever it is you want to stream, you know, if it's snuff porn, or, you know, you're like Trump and you got a P-tape, you know, pee-pee! Yeah, there you go, there's some there's some comproma for you. Anyway, fuck you, Donald Trump! Sorry, this is a Trump-free zone. Fuck you, Donald Trump! I'm, I'm saying it. Hey, fuck you, Donald J. Trump, you fucking asshole! He's gonna get us all killed. Anyway, if you want to look, PewDiePie, that, that guy was that guy's famous, right? Everyone knows PewDiePie. I've only st- ever seen three minutes of one of his videos. Um, I I have to play I have to play all these games. I have to play games. I have to record a podcast. I have to do other things. And you know, unless you're really fucking funny and or have been on YouTube since I have been, which is now ten years, which is fucking nuts. Um, I'm fairly embittered about it <laughs> anyway. And, you know, like, and I was segmented. I could not get on Twitch because Microsoft bought Twitch or whatever, but Twitch was, you know, and Microsoft totally could have made Twitch way, like, not have been, it would have been a trivial thing to add support for all systems. And I don't think it was a Microsoft thing necessarily. I think it was a user-based thing because, I mean, like, what? Like, how many Linux users are streaming on Twitch? Well, add one because that would be me. 
So what I'm saying here is you want to look like anything you want to do. Let's say you want to cute. Let's say you want to put in overlays in mutable. Like okay, so divide your screen into a quad. You have four corners, okay? Let's say in uh, top left corner you want to have one guy's webcam from this angle. Bottom left corner, same guy's webcam from another angle. Different different webcam, same guy. And then on the right, you want two. You want to have uh, two cameras with two different angles on you. Underneath of which, you want to have the actual full screen, fucking beautiful H.264 encoded um, live streaming video. Now you also need to fucking figure out how you're going to mix the sound for this. This is a problem because you need to fucking be able to. You know, if you're like me, I don't record this podcast through a webcam. I have a fucking Blue Yeti. Actually, I love my Blue Yeti microphone. So let's say you both have microphones. So that's that, that that's two cameras on him, two cameras on you, four, and then two mics. So that's six. That's six devices already on two computers on a network. I'm pretty sure you could do this. But anyway, the the concept is, the coolest thing about this is that then let's say underneath these four cameras that are sitting perpetually, you know, the the views, which you can resize and drag and resize and, you know, move around and and you can reorder them. You can move certain things below other things. It's just like layers in uh, uh, GIMP. Um, Then you can add in the sound sources that you want. So we don't both want to be hearing both of each other's um, in-game sound at the same time. Let's say we're playing Xenotic or whatever. I don't even know if it's possible to even do this, but I'm pretty sure it's fucking possible because I just don't have anyone else who is here at the house to try it with. But anyway, the, the concept remains the same. So underneath these four camera feeds that you got, these, you know, one of you in profile to highlight your magnificent Roman nose. They say her assets glow a bright blue color. And then the other one just straight on your, you know, your, like a mic cam type of thing. And the same for your friend. Well, you need to turn off the audio from the webcams because webcams generally have audio. That's where I'm kind of, I'm not stuck. I I can do it with uh, Jack Audio, with QJack Control. Um, but it, it's 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 iffy. That's one of the reasons why this is not the world's biggest feature, although it is kind of turning into it. Bottom line is, underneath those four cameras, you want to have um like a Chiron, like uh, a lower third or a left third, or like let's say you want to have a border, or let's say you want to have a scoreboard with dynamically updating things. Let's say you actually have some useless fuckface like Ivor Molina who is watching both feeds from. Anyway, all of this is in one window. By the way, it's in the OBS window, the Open Broadcaster Software window. All of this is going out live. Now, here's the coolest thing. Uh, you can save that whole setup as, um, I can't remember what they're called, but it's like a scene. You can save that whole setup as a scene. You don't have to. By the way, my favorite personal favorite thing about OBS, Open Broadcaster Software, is that it remembers the settings that you last set it on. And it has robust, it seems like it has robust um, configura- configurable options for being able to templatize everything along the way, including like, oh, well, what's my default, you know, 
audio feeds because you have to then you have to add in all the audio that you want and you have to you know order them in so okay so we have one mic in and uh, we have mic one that would be you because you're the star and then we have mic two you know player two um okay so we want those two guys we want um we can't auto duck one from the other because you know you don't want to be a dick to your to your player too because he's he's there for you after all but Ivor or you on a separate monitor while you're playing can dynamically adjust individually the uh, the fader for like you know uh, for volume on each person's microphone or you just fucking mute them or you can do it all with hotkeys beyond that you can do the same things everything that you can do in OBS is hotkeyable. So meaning, let's say you have a transition that you've worked up, you know, prior to you know your live stream. You have a transition that makes everything look like a fucking psychedelic swirl. It makes it look uh, like a Fruitopia commercial or whatever. Okay, great, whatever. You're fancy. That's that's great. We've all seen Windows Movie Maker. You suck. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Let's say you have this really cool transition and you want to segue in the middle of a live show where you're streaming a game, live streaming with your friend. You have these four cameras. Let's say you only... So, let's say you want to focus. And by the way, there is no Ivor in this scenario. You are your own engineer while you're playing the game. That's the magic of hotkeys. That's why I made Scooky Soundboard. It's the only soundboard that actually runs off of fucking hotkeys. But anyway, for Linux that I know of. Um, anyway, let's say... Mm, they have some whiskey. Let's say you're in Zenotic and uh, you want to switch to a studio camera mode that's just you because you guys are switching levels okay for those of you who don't know what Zenotic is it's an arena it's a free and open source um arena first person shooter like um unreal tournament so you know you guys just did a 20 minute long deathmatch you're live streaming this shit you're you're live streaming it to twitch while you're recording it to your computer too if you want to you could do that or you could do one or the other or both at the same time or you know blah blah, blah. Let's say that while, you know, because like, oh man, that was great. Oh, you fucking killed that motherfucker. And fuck you, you fucking blew my head off. You shot me in the eye with a rocket. Oh, wasn't that fun? Okay, yeah, you know, neither one of us, you know, were king of the hill, top of the scoreboard that time. And now we have to wait for like 45 seconds while the server, lo- you know, because this is someone else's server, because there's 58 other people on in Zenotic. Um, you have to wait, you know, like, 45 minutes, 45 seconds, you know, 50 seconds for the server to load the new map and for both you and your friends, you know, to your, 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 your friends, uh, machines to pull up the new map and everything and get you into the server again, into the new, into the new, whatever's next on the map list. And so what, so what you want to do there is instead of just like have everyone stare at these fucking camera angles and like, you know, this loading screen while you and your buddy try to pathetically vamp over it. Wouldn't it be nicer if you could just press like a super key shift insert, like, you know, keypad insert, like zero on the keypad, hold those three down and oh, well, bam, up comes the transition that you, you know, you made earlier for this. Um, And then you press, you know, super shift uh, keypad uh, 
keypad 3 and all the cameras go away it is now you with a green screen it's your mic cam just you and it kills your friend's mic so he doesn't have to worry about if he has to cough or piss or pour another beer or whatever you can do all of this live in open broadcaster software and for the first time ever I don't have all the kinks worked out but I have done it I haven't done it like to that degree yet I mean it's only been fucking 24 hours for fuck's sake it's barely been even 24 hours but uh you will hear a bigger feature on this later you know in in subsequent episodes where I will tell you everything about how to configure open broadcaster software for you know it doesn't it's it's now system agnostic it runs great on mint 18 they mm, mm, excuse me um actually how the fuck did I install this because I didn't download an installer like it says here, the Linux release is, is available officially for Ubuntu 14.04 and newer. FFMPEG is required. If you don't know how to set up FFMPEG, um, it is something you need to learn how to do sooner rather than later. It is not an easy thing to do. And it's crazy. It's one of those packages that the longer it's been, it's been around for, for fucking ever, but the longer it's been around, the more difficult it has become to, uh, depending on, you know, your distro, to get FFMPEG installed on your machine with the codecs and everything that you want compiled into it. But anyway, you'll have to learn how to do that. It's not super fucking hard. Like, it's not like, you know, compiling the kernel, which actually is not that hard either, but there are easy step-by-step tutorials to follow about how to get FFMPEG correctly configured on your system. But, uh, after that, literally, they have a PPA uh, for, you know, for Ubuntu uh, uh, software repository. Um, and then it's just an app get uh, install. Which <laughs> is fucking cool. And it runs on Mint. Meaning it will run on anything. It will run on anything. And like I said, don't shy away at first when you see Linux releases available officially for Ubuntu 14.04 and newer which means all the way up to now and it does run I've experienced some crashing with it but only after fucking unreasonably rigorous experimentation with tweaking audio sources to the like to to a degree in the likes of which no software is really no operating system or software is really designed to withstand so many different system things being changed constantly in so many different programs at once just trying to isolate um, my webcam which I know how to do so that my webcam doesn't record my audio bottom line is Linux just hit Twitch and I know that that's not a big thing to a lot of people it's a huge thing for me. For three years, um, I've been doing this podcast now for three years, really wanted, fuck, ever since like fucking five years ago, six years ago, when I was running uh, mc.ihasthecraft.com, I would make these YouTube videos. Uh, that was when I was, 
No, yeah, no, I was, I, I I've been, sh- I've been Linux only now. I want to say for 10 years, but that's just because I'm fucking old and I just round everything. It's either up or down by three or five years. Um, I want to say I've been Linux only now for eight years. I was still at the house before this house. I sold that house. We sold that house, finally, thank God. So yeah, wow, okay, so yeah. Like nine years now. Anyway, I forgot my train of thought. Bottom line is, now you can stream on Twitch like a fucking first-class citizen as hero of the people, personal, personal close, personal savior of mine, Chris Fisher of Jupiter Broadcasting would say, you can now stream to Twitch via Linux, not in some sort of fucked up hackish way, but like you're a real first class citizen using a real first class computer. And the distinction there is not just a political or ideological one, um, you know, from a technological perspective. It is really, um, it's a huge distinction. In the case of Twitch, Microsoft bought Twitch for like, what? I can't remember, but I remember they bought Minecraft for fucking $5 billion. Bye-bye, Notch. We love you. So glad you sold out, man. For reals. Everyone deserves to make their money eventually, and man, he changed a lot of lives. But um, when Microsoft... I think it was Microsoft that bought Twitch. See, I don't even really keep up with this stuff anymore because uh, you know, I don't really watch it because it's never really supported Linux. Now it supports Linux. And not only does it support Linux, it supports Linux where one man can both star, engineer, and control booth his own fucking show with Chirons, multiple cameras, multiple microphones, fucking as, um, what do you call, what do you call it? Um, as, uh, you know, News 4, or uh, in the case of out here in Vegas, News 3, Nightside at 11. You can have Chirons that are just as good and professional looking on your live stream or while you're recording or both and have the same degree of granular control that you need to effectively manage an entire fucking live stream of gaming by yourself. It's better if you have... It's it's almost trivial if you have two monitors, by the way. Um... So that has finally come to Linux and that opens the world of Twitch to us because open broadcaster software is completely compatible with Twitch and so you just get the fucking you you know, you sign up for Twitch which is free, you can even stream for free I refuse to stream for free because it said something about advertisements, I'm like no, get me away from that I'll pay you whatever you want, I'll give you fucking 200 video X right now just fucking ah, I hate this Fucking kids! That's exactly what I was screaming drunk out of my mind at this time last night. And now here I am doing it again. Like father, like son. Think about it. Won't you? Sorry, Tom Servo. Um, yes, I've lost my mind. Um, now you can stream just like anyone else with the same... This is a world 
class piece of software. It makes the ghetto shit that I was doing with Voco Screen, every other screen capturing solution that I've ever had, to say nothing of live streaming it, makes it so easy, integrates so well with Twitch, you, you know, create an account with Twitch, fucking click on give me the API key, get the API key, copy, paste it into open broadcaster software, which walks you through this fucking process with a wizard. These guys... This is one of those rare moments in free and open source software history. This is like a watershed moment for me because it's the rarest thing. It's not always the best thing, but very rarely, very rarely. And it's not just a FOSS thing even. Back back like fucking 12, 14, 15 years ago when I was on Windows and shit, um... I wasn't really coding back then, but anyway, when you found an application that, one, did the job that you wanted, two, did it the way you want, meaning it integrated well with your workflow, and three, integrated well with your end user, like let's say you're deploying workstations for a company or something, those three things, oh, that's generally going to involve some compromises. But, okay, let's say you get those three things right in this piece of software. Let's say it's, you know, $500. Let's say it's $5,000. Let's say it's for Windows. You know, let's go back 15 years. Let's say it just fucking... (laughs) Let's say it just fucking aux for a specific form, for a specific... uh, For a specific... uh, field in a, you know, <laughs> in a tabbed eliminated table. Oh, yeah, sure, fuck it. I've seen stupider things that have been... I've written stupider things that I've charged more for than 5000 Anyway, those are trade secrets, though. Um, The fourth thing, though, that you never get, because you know, you were almost... You know, I've been computing for a long time. Long fucking... Too long, actually. Um... I say I'm just getting started. The rest of the world says you've had enough. And I say, no, no. That's what I'm all about. Anyway, the fourth thing that you almost never get is it's easy to configure across workstations. It's easy to configure across multiple installations. It's easier to co- it's easy to configure regardless of hardware configuration. It doesn't rely on something somewhere in some place. This is true of FOSS and uh, you know closed source you know slash fascist slash Microsoft um, dollar sign ding um, software. It's true of both of them. You because I mean quality is quality regardless what you pay for it, but freedom is priceless. Pay for freedom, not for slavery. Free is in freedom, not free is in beer. But uh, the fourth thing that you look for, you know, so uh, fine, okay, it, it, it deploys easily across like broad range of systems and motherboards. And this is 15 years ago. These were big issues. Then the fifth thing that you look for was the holy grail. Well, how much fucking notes and maintenance and uh, 
How rigorous of a system administrative task is this to deploy this on one workstation? How much can I automate it? How much can I abstract it? How much do I have to do myself? How much can I leave up to a trained monkey assistant, a protege, uh, you know, someone else in the office or what? Anyway, these are things, you know, blah. Never, almost never, even with commercial software, do you get all, fu- well, we're getting better, but even in fucking 1997, 1996, 1998, 99, 2000, those were all Windows years for me. Um, you know, very rarely did anything ever work right. Overall, not just in free and open source, and not just in closed source, not just Windows, but overall, software design and, you know, the formalization just in terms of, like, actual hardware um, like fuck, I remember when mini AT- ATX was invented as a fucking, anyway, bottom line is you never get all five of those all six of those magical things I can't remember if they're five or six open broadcaster software on Linux is now as easy to deploy on your workstation as you would expect it to be literally if your mom or let's say you have a th- you know, an eight-year-old little brother who's never done anything with computers other than play games, but it's all he wanted to have his own Twitch channel. Ah! Open broadcaster software realizes the ultimate... It, it's not done. I mean, it's still FOSS. You know, it's still a work in progress. But this latest release is... A, it's, it's incomparable to any other release that I've ever used. And the feature set is absolutely unparalleled across any platform you want to name for this particular type of thing and the encoding is fucking oh my god it's so much better maybe tonight if I haven't oh my god the rabbits flying elves are back uh, first thing Harry Carpenter drilled into you was Harry oh night train to drop the jeep off Yes, exactly. Unless I go fucking totally insane, I will make a video tonight just not demoing, like, the greatest stuff uh, in OBS, because I haven't really... I spent probably over the last, you know, 30 hours or uh, 24 hours, I guess. Feels longer. Um, Over the last 24 hours, you know, fits and starts, I've spent five hours digging into OBS. But that that's only been from the perspective of configuring audio inputs and visual inputs and seeing and testing and seeing and seeing and testing and testing and seeing and seeing there's a lot of stuff to adjust anyone who runs uh, Jack on top of um, Pulse Audio on top of Alsa knows what I mean when I say it's a lot of stuff to check to integrate a new you know, recording, it's like the equivalent, it's like the video slash streaming video equivalent of what we used to call uh, DAW in the world of MIDI and and synthesized music and arranging, digital audio workstation or what programmers call an IDE these days, integrated desktop environment Um, that's, this is the the equivalent of an IDE or a DAW but for streaming video for recording video for making professional screencasts. Open broadcaster software. I don't, you know, I don't keep up with Windows, obviously, 
But I doubt that there is a better piece of software in the world for any price. And OBS is free. It's free and open source. Be sure to donate. I'm going to fucking hit them up with some donation cash right now, actually. Live here on this show. Uh, I can donate via PayPal. Awesome. Also accepts Bitcoin. Perfect. I'm going to send them $40. Because this is world-class software and it opens Twitch to Linux gaming. That is a huge thing. I don't have kids. I try to avoid kids. Um, unless I've killed them already. I mean, you know, when I after I kill a kid, it's fine. They can I you know stack them like cordwood in my basement, and it's fine. I don't have a basement, I live in the desert. But you get the idea. I just eat them raw. No. <laughs> um But like if it my my uh, nephew uh he's he's gotten old too. He's in high school now. But uh like last time I had any sort of meaningful interaction with my nephew. Um it was like, you know, 1987. I guess he was a zygote. No, um I had just come back from the nom. No, it was like maybe 3 years ago, 4 years ago. So he was yeah, he was about Joe he's about Joe Baca's age. He's a little, like maybe 2 or 3 years younger. Anyway, all he wanted to do, he doesn't run Linux. He runs Windows. He has no interest in He's, he's a musician. He's a singer and a dancer. He's got other other things, other fish to fry. Um, talented kid. Nice guy, too. Uh, now he's grown up. Uh, grown up, filled out pretty well. It's shocking how that never happened for me. Anyway. <laughs> All he wanted was Uncle Skooky Sprite. That was like the fake overdub. Instead of Uncle, real name here, real name redacted. Uncle Scoogie Sprite, hey, you know computers. What do you know about streaming? I, uh, you ran a Minecraft server. What do you know about streaming? I wanna, I wanna stream. I wanna stream on. on I wanna use the interwebs to stream. I wanna stream. And I sat down with him that night. First, you know, first second he mentioned, I'm like, okay, well. Pulled out my phone and I investigated, investigated. This is like, like I said, four or five. Who knows? I'm the cool uncle and the uncle that they listen to because I was never there at all, anywhere, at any point, anytime. I remember Uncle Seth. He once, he once came to my birthday party. I thought that I was like Santa and I didn't bring a gift. And I showed up drunk. But anyway. No. Not not quite that dark. Not quite that dark. Darker. No, um. OBS plus Twitch gives you absolutely. And the other cool thing about about it is because it, it, it uses like VLC. There's a there's as you add connections and stuff to your setup for that setup. It's really cool. It's really cool. And it you could give this to an eight-year-old who has never run Linux. Get get him, you know, EOS, I guess. Element OS. I always still call it EOS because they hate that and they were kind of pricks about donating. Anyway, I it's a great operating system. It's what I gave to my ex-girlfriend 
on her computer, uh, Element OS, Elementary OS, or whatever the fuck it's called, it's the one that looks like a fucking MacBook. Um, you could give any computer with uh, Element OS, which requires no Linux knowledge, no actual system administration at all. It's as close to a MacBook as you're ever going to get, but it's better than a MacBook because it's not a MacBook. So, like, you can run it on a real computer. And beyond that, you can run it without the heating problems. And beyond that, you can run it with, like, whatever cross-hybridization of Windows-esque, Gnome-esque, KDE-esque, and elementary OS, which is iOS-esque. Um desktop environments and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's it's great it's easy to maintain you could give an 8 year old that laptop with elementary OS download OBS for them check the permissions or whatever make it executable or whatever or you know if you're running you know mint just you know freaking add the PPA um, and then install the fucking thing and then you could walk away Tell me, oh yeah, hit Alt F2 and type in capital O, capital B, capital S. Alt F2 doesn't do anything. Well then hit this whatever the fucking start menu button thing or whatever the equivalent is. Let's search for OBS and you're done. All they have to be able to do is open this program and be able to open their game. And they will be off to the races. And they will be making humongously professional looking very very versatile in fact I have some plans to experiment with this in arenas other than video uh, other than uh, video gaming but yes there is a best Linux games podcast twitch channel I know you were all so eager but uh we'll talk more about OBS and and stuff later on oh let me finish my donation 40 bucks to these people I will pay the man I said pay the man! Yes, log in with PayPal. This is like five clicks and I'm gonna be done with this donation. That's pretty fucking rad. I love it. I love it. It's good. It shows that we are making progress. When I can do this in five clicks, that means less barriers between, you know, if I had something that I was... We will. Blue Wizard's about to die. The new... Love you for Linux support. Cheers, best Linux games podcast. There you go. Put down your pipe and smoke it. I I took some time out there to add a little note, but uh oh wait, what's that? Oh, even Ivor could click the donate now button. It's five clicks. These guys from the last two years, what they've done with OBS, they've taken this from like Arrgh! You know, works great on AUR, has some problem, blah, 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 not a, you know, blah. In two years, they've made this one of the most impressive pieces of video software. Video in general, video sound unparalleled. Because there's really nothing, there's really nothing like this that makes streaming in particular so easy. But what's even better is it makes recording screencasts so much better, so much more robust. Uh, Al Franken told me to not use that word. So much um, 
more powerful, more featureful, more flexible, all kinds of presentations. So, but the biggest takeaway, which we've not talked about, is Linux just got onto Twitch. So that is a celebratory moment. And yes, we did go, what, 48 minutes too long. Thank you, Ivor. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, drink the bleach. Yeah, it's the on the left. Drink that down. It's good for you. I'm I'm gonna yeah, I know. You drink the bleach, I'll have the whiskey. And, oh, and chase it with some of that uh rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it's good. It's fucking uh 40 percent. It's what I use on the printer. Yeah. Shit through a goose. Okay, so that brings us to everyone's favorite. We only have two deals for you this week, and we'll do it sans music because we've gone so so long. First off, first up in our deals, Day of Infamy. This is the sequel made by the same guy. It's not the sequel. It's made by the same guys who made Insurgency, which if you haven't played Insurgency, it's like Counter-Strike, but better. Um, Really, really, really tactical um, first-person shooter that's like an action first-person shooter, but with more tactics, more of the tactical aspect of it, than Counter-Strike, and somehow a commensurate level of carnage without any of the repetitive awfulness that has gone in the last 15 years of Call of Duty. Insurgency is fucking, is a great game. It's like 5 on 5 multiplayer, first person shooter. Um, Well, if you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know that a couple months ago they came out with a sequel to Insurgency after a fucking long awaited wait. Uh, It's called Day of Infamy. It is set in World War II. And it does to World War II what uh, Insurgency did for um, you know, I hate to say it, but it's like all these fucking uh, crazy <laughs> American Merca spearheaded coalition of the fucking righteous. We're going back on a new crusade. Let's go to dinner. Let's go invade some fucking poor, peaceful Middle Eastern people. <laughs> And make them hate us with a 13-year occupant. I'm sorry. Politics-free zone. I've lost my mind. But uh, Day of Infamy does for World War II what Insurgency did for the modern tactical, you know, SEAL Team 6 style uh, 21st century tactical-based small uh, squad uh, first-person shooter objective-based uh, five on five combat. Day of Infamy, really good game. It's still really new too. Um, I don't know when it came out, but right now through August tenth, you can get Day of Infamy, which I I fucking effortless effortlessly logged forty hours on in like one three-day weekend, somehow I fucking put 40 hours into fucking Day of Infamy. It's a really fucking rad game, especially if you're a fan of first-person shooters, like Day of Defeat. 
and tactics and realism. It's not arcadey, but things do work as you would expect them to. And it is, you will see things in Day of Infamy that are insane, especially if you're a World War II fan. Um, Day of Infamy, now through August 10th, 45% off, $10.99. And then our other day, our second deal, is another day ties in with Full Throttle Remastered, which you may have remembered 700 hours ago from our new and noteworthy this week. Also, from... Wait the fuck! No way! This is not LucasArts. This was... Who the fuck developed it? I can never remember this. Oh my god, yes, it was LucasArts. Day of the Tentacle Remastered, which, if you've been listening to the podcast for years and years and years and years, all 1,200 years that we've been fucking broadcasting it, and that's just tonight. That's just this episode. Um, you'll remember when I shit my pants when Day of the Tentacle Remastered came to Linux. Um, are we, I'm, I'm going to take a minute to read this to you. Uh, according to their Steam page, originally released by LucasArts in 1993 as a sequel to Ron Gilbert's groundbreaking Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle is back in a remastered edition that features all new, hand-drawn, high-resolution artwork with remastered audio, music, and sound effects. Uh, yeah, this March 21st, 2016, so this was like a year ago, like 10 months ago or whatever. Um, runs great on Linux. One of the best point-and-clicker Commodore-era point-and-clicker. I think I remember playing this on a Commodore... Si- Com- eh! Commodore 64. C64. 1993. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I was staying with my, uh, cousin's with my cousin Sarah, Amanda, Margo, and Sarah out there in Yuma, Arizona uh, for that summer while my parents toured Israel. Well, now for the next 12 hours and 30 minutes as of 21.33 p.m. Pacific Coast time, so 9.33 Pacific Coast time, goes for the most, for 12 hours and 26 minutes, Day of the Tentacle Remastered. And this isn't just like they just fucking ported the old... C64 or DOS you know the last the the last known iteration that was alive and kicking on the last known piece of hardware it's not like they just fucking you know threw some splints in it and fucking ported it to you know oh yeah this will run on Windows or Linux or whatever it comes with its own virtualization no when they say remastered they remastered the game so it looks both the way you remember it but it's even though it's way better than the way you remember it, while also feeling like it's the way you remember it, while also feeling like it's totally contemporary. They, for reals, they did a good. What the fuck? This is weird. It says I have no time in Steam on Day of the Tentacle Remaster. Hmm. I know I've played this on Linux, and the only way... Anyway. Hmm. Anyway, whatever. It's a mystery. I've beaten Day of the Tentacle. If you remember Maniac Mansion, this is one of the greatest point-and-clickers ever of all time. Oh, wait, does it say... Oh, shit, man. I wish I could find out... I'll have to, like, Google it later. I'm... Anyway, doesn't matter. 
Day of the Tentacle Remastered. 12 hours, 25 minutes, 14 seconds, 70% off, $4.49. By the way, the reviews recently, oh my God, he slipped into a Trump impression. Jesus. Hello, I'm a Rastaman. Because I don't want to do the Donald Trump impression anymore. Peace, love, and ganja, man, you bumblecloth. User reviews. Recently, user reviews. Very positive. 86 reviews. This is Henry Killinger. Overall, overwhelmingly positive. Hi, I'm Richard Malosnik, and that was 1,362 reviews. Release date, March 21st, 2016. I am not a crook. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic score of 86. Believe me, it's that good. Uh, for the next, like, 12 and a half hours, 70% off, $4.49. Get yourself... Get yourself right with God. I know. You're like, what God? I'm like, me, motherfucker! No. Get yourself right with the... With the Stallman. Do what Stallman would want you to do. He would want you to make these businesses fail. But anyway... Compromise between my vision of dark and holy sacrifice. Oh, me, Richard Milhouse Dixon. Oh, you fucking cocksuckers! I'm the president of the United States of fucking America! Spiro! Yeah, yeah, I'm you! Ah, get this guy out of there! Oh, I'm not a cock! I'll kill every motherfucker last one of That's it. I've worked queued up. And now we take you to this. And we'll fade out on this. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, sorry we were late. Check out the column. Uh, go buy Day of the Tentacle Remastered. You want to know... You want to experience a whole different era of video gaming in a way that makes it feel not retro, but still feels retro. And is still hilarious and fun to play. Go buy Day of the Tentacle Remastered. Check out OBS. And, uh, yeah. All right. I will hit him with it. Spray him with it. I can spray him. I'm Richard Millhouse again. I'm Richard Millhouse Nixon, the president of the United fucking States of America. Nixon was formally charged with a wide range of crimes, from destruction of criminal evidence to spitting on a federal agent. He used his one allotted phone call to talk to former vice president and friend Spiro Agnew. It is unknown what the pair discussed. After his arrest, President Nixon has escaped from McWilliams Federal Penitentiary, assisted by former vice president Spiro Agnew. Guards were leading Nixon from the exercise yard to his cell when a loud explosion investigators believe was set by Agnew created a diversion during which Nixon slipped through a gate, disarmed and fatally shot two guards. The chief executive then scaled a fence to the prison's delivery entrance, where he was picked up by Agnew in a green 1971 Dodge Dart. Pursuing vehicles were forced off the road when shots fired by Nixon. President Nixon was fatally shot by FBI agents today outside a motel in Yuma, Arizona, following a tense six-hour standoff and hostage crisis. It is believed the president was attempting to make his way to Mexico. Fuckers! 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 I acted in accordance with the law at all times! I am innocent of all wrongdoing in the Watergate affair! Die, you fuckers! The 
FBI tracked a credit card stolen by Nixon to the Sunspot Motel in Yuma, where more than 200 federal agents descended determined to take the rogue president dead or alive. Nixon eventually exited his room, holding his gun to the head of a pregnant woman from the motel's housekeeping staff. When the woman broke free during a moment of confusion, agents briefly exchanged fire with Nixon, wounding him fatally. Gerald Ford was sworn in as the new president this evening. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The Best Linux Games Podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.